Welcome to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, Kay Fings. All right, man. We're in here, man. And um, as we've been, uh, well, we've both been pretty busy, but when we do, we definitely get a chance to look at who's been listening. It's always really cool, and uh, we definitely appreciate it. So today, we want to start the podcast off a little bit different uh, than we usually do. Mm-hmm. We want to start off by... Um, Shouting out our top followers. So we're going to go top five. All right. You want to It's start? not really top five. It's like we ended whenever we wanted to. Yeah, that's true. It's yeah. really like six or seven. We'll, we'll go down the line. We'll just yeah. go down the line and just go. So yeah. if you'd like to elaborate, Mr. Mr. Right. Fingers. The first one we want to uh, shout out is Monet. Shout out to Monet. Shout out Monet. listening always. Yeah, yeah. And second is Desmond. You know what I'm saying? It's my big bro. So shout she out to it. him. Yeah. Third is Young Pepper. Yeah, Young with Pep. The, with the chili emoji. Young Shout Pep, you. Panda Express. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we got Daniel Walmack. Shout out to Daniel, man. Good looking out. I appreciate the support, brother. Shout out to Daniel one time. Yeah. Then we got my guy Kane. Kane. Shout Drillers. Kane. BHS. Uh, old classmate. Always. Once Shout a driller, out. Always a driller. Yeah. Um. Then we got Victor. Vic. Victor Aldana, man, he good luck. He got a gun in this picture. Yeah, yeah, you don't fuck with Victor, man. Yeah, don't yeah. mess with Victor. He's a pretty strong guy, too. He could, he's, uh, yeah. yeah, he'll he beat can, you up and shoot you. Yeah, you put, put up some heavy weight, so shout out to Vic. <laughs> then we got, uh, last but not least, we got my boy Vince. Vince Ramirez. Yeah, we got Vince. Yeah, yeah. but, man, we're going to keep rolling, man. Fuck Keep it. it going? Yeah, John John Hartman, man. Shout out to you, shout Alexis. Alexis Sarkizo, good looking out, Alexis. Thanks mm-hmm. for the support. Stan, Stancil, Stanley Man, shout out to Stanley Man, good looking out. Mm-hmm. Ben Abad, old uh, old uh, uh, ex coworker, really cool dude, great barber, great guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to Craig Wright, shout out to Sam. Uh, thanks for supporting. Uh, Cam Bam, good looking out. Mm-hmm. Mama Mia, I see you. Thank you very much for the continuous support. Um and oh the, my cousin Rudy man the guy's this guy's a fool but he's a great guy yeah shout out to Kara Nord there's someone we skipped some girl named her um and I don't know who it is but what? shout out to her you didn't see this oh snap yeah it is it say her yeah so her if you listening her good looking out thanks for the continuous support mm-hmm. yeah I think I don't know <laughs> the name I I they skipped over it too mm-hmm. that's cold blooded. Thank you, thank you for the the continuous support. Shout out to user five <laughs> user five zero one four six seven seven six. Damn nigga, well, we got hackers <laughs> fall on us. They trying to crack the code and shit. <laughs> oh heck no! Oh man, this, shout out to you, man. Somebody got is you? Yeah, this nigga got a phone number. What is that? <laughs> hey man, no disrespect, man. I appreciate your support though. You got to get a username, brother. Yeah, you got to get a username. We don't want to have a fucking. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to have uh, one of uh, uh, what's his name, Mark Zuckerberg's cronies coming uh, out to. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. But oh, and the, the homie Alex, man, Alex Hamilton, old driller, man. Shout, Shout out, to, out Alex. to Alex, man. And uh, last but not least, uh, Lupita. Thank you, Lupita, for Lupita. Uh, Loopster P. Loopster. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you for listening as well, man. Now that we got through that, um, what if they never listen again after that? 
I mean, fuck them. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm they don't even hear their own shout out. Oh uh, man, Y'all yeah. Cold. I'm sure they'll get around to it. I'm sure they'll get around to it. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. All right, now we're, we're going ahead and uh, we'll get right into the podcast, man. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what? No, we all do this, but nobody really admits it. I think that when you live in a city such as Bakersfield or another city, you know, Wasco, wherever it is, just if you live in a city where you're not too certain of something, of, cer- of certain people, when you start talking to someone, you talk to friends and see what they know. And people say, it doesn't matter what people think about who you're talking to. Bullshit. Because it gives you a better idea of what you're up against. Because boy, oh boy. Oh, man, I got some stories for your ass, man. Mm -hmm. It's unfortunate, man. The the conversation that you don't want to have is like you talking, you know, you meet this chick, you know, you're about to go take her out and hang out with her, and then you find out your boy's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I fucked her like two months ago. You'd be like, damn, like, can Mm -hmm. I find a chick that's not fucking everybody? (laughs) You know? (laughs) But, hey, that's life, man. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, I encourage having a... A healthy sex life, but damn, like it, the odds should not be so high that me and my buddy are about to fuck the same chick. Like that's just not cool. And yeah. then I don't even follow through with it. I just make up a lie, like uh, some game up. I I can't go. Like oh, all right, well we'll reschedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll reschedule for February. <laughs> 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 that's just not cool, man. Uh, nah, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, this this is really sad. Like, you know, especially, um, I'm not sure how how your situation played out, but if you really imagine if you really liked someone, you know, it's like you know, it's like oh, I'm really digging this girl, and you know, I'm gonna take her out for a second date, and you know, we went to the movies, and we really enjoyed it, and then you know, we're gonna do something again, and you know, you'd be like, hey, man, check out this girl, like, man, she looked cool, we having a good time, and this and this and that, and then. Man. You like, um, like, dang, what's her name? Like, Stacy? And be like, uh, and then your homie be like, I think I know a Stacy. What's oh, her last name? Stacy, such and such. Like, bruh, I know Stacy. Uh, like, <laughs> nah, it, it'd be a little more blunt than that. Like, if it's one of your homies that that just like will tell you how it is. Yeah. Like, oh, you mean uh, Stacy? Uh, yeah. Oh man, I fucked her in the ass, bro. Oh, God. Like, oh, oh no! Oh no! <laughs> too much, too much information. That's t- TMI, man. <laughs> but it really be like that. Yeah, that's the conversations that that people actually have. Yeah, I'm curious to know how many people um, will like that. That won't bother them. Because I know. Yeah, that's true, man. I know some people. Um, you know. They they don't mind having the same like sharing the same girl. And that's that's a problem. That's some strange stuff. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good, man. Yeah, especially like football players. Oh no, football players have the lowest morals, Bruh, Man, you know, and I don't want to. First of all, we both play football, so I don't want to like create this like you know the stereotype of football players like this they're just dumb jocks but there are a lot of them that are just really dumb jocks and they they will <laughs> they'll stick their dick in anything <laughs> even if it's the same chick they'll be like oh you you smashed yeah i smashed oh i just smashed too oh that's dope hey we should get the homie he trying to smash too all right like it's weird like yeah. it's, it's it's there's there are people that really don't care 
Mm-hmm. And like, I actually care. Like, I, yeah, I've learned. I think it's important as men, we gotta have more standards, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah, we, you gotta put value on yourself. Yeah, you gotta put some value on yourself because women actually have at least an idea of what kind of man they want. Like, mm-hmm. he has to have a job. He should be over six foot tall. You know, and this and that. But men just be like, do she got a pussy? Uh, they don't give a fuck, man. That's just this terrible. The way you notice know is by look at um, look at every man's like first baby mom. Oh, first baby mom, you looking crazy? <laughs> hey, if, if their first baby mama was a sound effect, she'd be like, wah, wah. <laughs> 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 oh man. Yeah. They'd be they be stepping their game up. The second baby mom be looking cool though. Yeah. Once they get a little bit of money in their pocket. Yeah. Oh man, I think the number one case you're talking about is the rappers, man. The, the rappers, rapper, yeah. The rappers. You see their first baby mom and you be mm-hmm. like, is she wearing an eye patch? Uh, <laughs> is that Captain Crunch? Is she <laughs> is she cross-eyed? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, baby mama look like a uh, oops all berries looking ass. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I think it's important that you do talk to friends. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they should judge everybody you're talking to, <clears throat> but like it's important, especially if you're having like a casual uh, relationship mm-hmm. with someone. I just think it's best to kind of like have an idea Cause if a chick is just way too promiscuous, I'm not gonna, I'm not fucking with her, man. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna make it like, you know, I'm just this great guy. But I just can't, I can't lay with just any chick. Yeah. Cause especially as you get older, you, you, I mean, you're adding value to yourself as a man, and it's just like even if you're just having a casual situation, you know, you don't want it to be with somebody who was openly just like. They like a tunnel, man. You know, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what you do through tunnels? You drive through them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's that's not good, dude. Yeah. Yeah, man. Just you know, you just got to be mindful. Talk to people too. You know, and you'll find out. You'll find out all the information you need to know. Yeah, dude. Because a, a lot. Of, the thing is, even like about Bakersfield, I think a lot of times we we almost just assume that people know each other. Yeah. So it's almost a relief the other way around. Yeah. Like, oh, you don't know her? Cool. Cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't know her? Nah, bro. Nah. Or if somebody does know her and be like, oh, yeah, she's smart, man. She's cool. She used to go to the church over there off of so-and-so. And yeah. you, you'd be waiting for somebody to say Something something bad. bad. Yeah. And then they'd be like, oh, no, she's cool, man. She's smart. She's cool. And you'd be like, Cool. cool. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't. And the thing about it too is, is I know women do the same shit. They yeah. they definitely do research on us to find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. And 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 a lot of times, even when they find out something bad, they just still stay with. They still keep going at the guy they want because women have a problem, bro. Like mm-hmm. they they want what they want. You know, mm-hmm. for the most part, men do the same thing, but women have it bad because it could be somebody who is completely a fucking garbage pail. Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, I mean, nobody's perfect. And then they try to change the guy. Oh, man. And they don't work because the yeah. guy's a piece of shit. What is like the equivalent of like you can't turn a hoe into a housewife for dudes? Like, Oh, shit. The same it, thing. 
Uh, what's that about? Or what you can't turn a garbage man into a husband? I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's trash. I don't... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking banana pills and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, those, you can't really change people. Like, you can't. I think you had you had something you had something about that the other day. You told me about um, some post somebody wrote about like changing someone or. Oh man, it was actually really sad when you think about it. Yeah, it said like if someone doesn't want to change for you, don't be mad at them, let them go or something. But first of all, this is the question I wanted to say. Like I wanted to pose this question to this chick that wrote this, but I didn't. I was about to say, why should somebody have to change for you? Why should somebody have to change for you? Mm-hmm. Like, what makes you so great? You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even if the guy is a dick, like. It, there should be something about you that should change. Mm-hmm. It's almost like we live in a world where people make assumptions that they're so great, you know, oh, you know, they should change for me. Like, no, you need to just break up with them because you never accepted them for who they were. Yeah. You knew this motherfucker was a piece of shit and you still stayed there. Mm-hmm. So that's your fault. This motherfucker shouldn't have to change for you. Mm-hmm. When you met him, he probably was fucking four chicks, and you were just like, you know what? He ain't great, but he has a good heart. You just you made up all this shit in your mind to get this guy, and you got him, and he's still a piece of shit. Yeah. So, right. no, of course he's not going to change for you. Like, yeah. A, what are you, stupid? Guys do that, too. They be trying to get... They be trying to, like... A girl would be lazy and, you know, she not really want to work, not really want to do much with her life. She yep. don't clean up the house. Yeah. Not to say that that's like a woman's job, but like exactly. if you aren't working or you, you know what I mean? If you're at yeah. home all day and you still aren't cleaning up, then it's just like something is, something is wrong with that, that, that relationship. Definitely. We just talked about this before we got on the mic right now. Mm-hmm. I, I said that, especially at the age of 33 and, you know, being extremely busy, I'm hardly home, man. I would be so open to having a woman that does what, you know, some women do the right things for the wrong man, you know, Mm -hmm. and they'll fucking be making this guy's lunches and doing his laundry and all this shit. Mm -hmm. I would not mind having that (laughs) because I sure as fuck hate cleaning up my whole fucking house and doing all my laundry and all this shit. If, If I had a good woman, all I would have to do is go to the gym and go to work. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know what? Let me scratch that. That I'm not. That's I'm not making an assumption. That's a woman's place. Yeah. You know, a good woman. She may not. She may be busy just like me and doesn't have time to do that shit for me, and that's okay. Yeah. Because if not, I'll do it for myself. So you know, just good people are hard to come by. But if I had a woman like that, I would be so thankful to have it. Yeah. You know, just not take it for granted. Not take it for granted at all. Yeah. I'd be extremely appreciative. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but it's just some dudes, man. They woman make them lunch and dinner and all this shit, and they'll be complaining. They still be acting like idiots. Acting like a punk. Cheat your girl cook you cook food, and you still out cheating on her. Yeah, bruh, what's wrong with you? Your girl out there making you motherfucking steak and steak and shrimp and all of this, and you cheated with a chick that can't give you a fucking hot pocket. Dang. All she give you is a hot vagina. <laughs> That's a real hot pocket. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, dude. You, I, I just, I, this is just a side note. I just think if you cannot appreciate, this is from a man's perspective. If you cannot appreciate a good woman, then your life's gonna be fucked. Yeah. Like your life's gonna be fucked because you don't, you don't deserve a good woman. You might as well just be fucking all these chicks. 
And then there's out here that will take anybody. Cause I'll take her. If if you ain't gonna you ain't gonna treat your girl right, I'll take her. Yeah. You know, and then that'll be it. And then she could make me those sandwiches that you don't appreciate. That was kind of like a joke, but you forgot to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Good job, Keith. I have a remote for Keith. Like it's a laugh button I press and I turn the volume up and then Keith starts laughing. You got a laugh track on the podcast. And then- <laughs> oh man. Um you got a thought? No, nah, I don't even know where the subject was, but yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Keith does that sometimes. Um, if you, <laughs> if, you, if you need to speak to someone um, about you know you know you're having issues and you, mm-hmm. you have a problem and you can't think straight, uh, Keith has this problem a lot. <laughs> um, there's a number you can call. It's called one eight hundred fuck up. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's funny. Yeah, but I, I think we talk to our peers a lot about who we date and who we talk to. Yeah. Um, and you gotta understand too, women they talk about everything. That I, I know for a fact. Like if we're great in bed, they're like, oh my god, it was so good. And if we're bad in bed, they're like, oh my god, he wasted my fucking time. <laughs> he wasted my time. It wasn't good. Yeah. I just hate him. Oh my god. He's you know? just a disappointment to black guys. Oh. <laughs> Somebody said that, I would die. Oh, <laughs> oh man, that's crazy. Because, you know, we're all, we're like a, what do you call that? Like a science experiment sometimes. <laughs> yeah. I think some chicks mess with black guys just because, like, <laughs> they're like, you know, it's my, like, we're like a, what do you call that? Like a fucking novelty or something? Yeah. Like, oh, it's my first black guy. I'm going to meet up with him tonight. And like, you go, girl. Uh, like, what? Like, I can't just be a fucking normal guy. <laughs> What were you? I'm, you know, I'm starting to dabble with black guys, and I just oh met Daquan. Oh my god, girl, you are so bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, like, you're nasty. Like, yeah, that's comedy. They were like, <clears throat> so I heard. You heard what? I heard you were with the black guy now. <laughs> I mean, we're just friends, you know. It's nothing that serious. Ooh, girl. We're just you... doing a little bit of studying. Nothing crazy. Oh my god. <laughs> Fucking two a.m. The guy's hitting it from the back. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, no. We are not staying on topic. <laughs> Yeah, not. But that's the lovely thing about podcasts. There is no list. You just yeah. fucking go. Yeah. And uh, uh, Keith is—he's got his superpowers from Grandma Cookies. <laughs> yeah. you, you know, I'm just posing this question. If you're, you know, for no reason because you guys can't respond. But have you ever had those peanut butter Grandma's cookies? Those motherfuckers are good. Yeah. They're only good. They're only good. The pack, like, just eating a package is good. If you try to eat like two of those, you might die. Yeah, you might have a diabetic fucking convulsion or something. Yeah, yeah. He might start foaming at the mouth like, little cookies were good, but fuck, this is a price to pay. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, you might go into a fucking shock, man. Yeah, you eat two of those, you got to get your foot cut off. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I had two packs before, and I felt weird. Yeah, it's only like, like even eating the last one feels a little, I feel a little bit strange right now. Yeah. Hey, I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast not too Mm -hmm. long ago, and he talked about the sugar industry paid off, I don't know who, like researchers or something, Mm -hmm. to, um, to basically convince people that saturated fat 
was bad for you, mm-hmm. but it's not really bad for you, bro. Mm-hmm. Like it's really not. And uh, the sugar industry did that because they wanted to um, take t- attention away from all the heavy amounts of sugar that they put in products. Yeah. And it makes sense. And it's outdated information. You know, now so trans- they try to like like uh wrap our minds around saturated fats and exactly. unsaturated fats versus like really focusing exactly. on sugars. Trans fats are horrible for you though. Trans mm-hmm. fats are just downright terrible. And they, they Is made that a transphobic law- if you say trans fats are terrible for you. Like I said, trans <laughs> trans the <laughs> uh, trans fats horrible. Matter of fact, I think it's if you open that, if you turn around, mm-hmm. everything's to say zero trans fat. They made it a law to take it out of all the foods. Yeah, yeah, just zero trans. Zero fat. trans fats. Mm-hmm. It, there used to be trans fats in all kinds <laughs> of different foods, and they took that shit out. That yeah. shit is horrible. It leads to all diff- all kinds of different like illnesses and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, man, they they paid them off. It's some outdated information. So I'm not saying get a whole bunch of saturated fat and eat it, you know. But mm-hmm. healthy fats are great for you. They boost they boost your testosterone too. Yeah. So kind of went off on a tangent there, but it's a lot of information. Yeah. Get that testosterone boosted. Yeah, get it boosted, man. You ain't got to put no needle in your ass, man. You ain't, mm-hmm. you ain't got to do that stuff. Yeah. You know? Not judging anybody that does, you know, that does the gear. You know? All y'all emotional thugs out there, get your testosterone up. Yep. Eat some avocados, motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. Good fats. Peanuts. Avocados. Cashews. Cashews. Um, uh, coconut. Was it coconut... Uh, is it coconut oil or coconut? Uh, it's the shit that you you cook with. It's like a canola, Greek coconut butter or some oh. shit. Oh, mm-hmm. you know I, I sound dumb. Let's go ahead and move. Oh, I magic that the little white part. Yeah, that's like some fat. It looks like a fat. It is fatty. Yeah, but it's it's called coconut something though. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if the you, coconut oil is good for a lot of things. Oh yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. For, you could rub it all over somebody, and you know, rub rub it all over a chick's body before you, you know. You have some fun. This and, is getting uncomfortable. And you could have that. <laughs> <laughs> Why you use that voice? What? You use that 1970s DJ voice. Nah, I use that. You, you know that slow jams voice? Like fucking Art LeBeau? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> rubbing oil all over your body. The trick is you get really close to yeah, the you mic. You get real close so that voice yeah. gets real deep. Yeah. Rub peanut butter and jelly all over your body. <laughs> <laughs> moving moving super close like makes anything sound sexual. Yeah. What are you doing over there, Eddie? And, uh, <laughs> you got me fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's crazy. You ever heard of the Art LeBeau, uh, the, the dedication? Yeah. It's always somebody locked up. Like, yeah. I want to send a shout out to Little Joker and... He's locked up right now, but I want to dedicate um, 18 with a bullet. Yeah. He'd be like, bruh, why is everybody in prison? What's going on? This is Jessica from Delano. I just want to shout out to Baby Joker and San Quentin, and uh, I just want to play Juicy Fruit for him. (laughs) Juicy Fruit? (laughs) (laughs) And if you could, then the song come on. (laughs) There'd be some random, like, oldie come on. Me and you, you're like, bro. You sure somebody want to hear that? Well, they want to hear that while they locked up, right? Oh 
I wonder when did that become a thing? Like it's never just regular people. It's always like Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. You gotta stay out of jail, right? Everybody yeah. stay everybody stay out of jail, man. Do what you gotta do to be an upstanding citizen and not become a part of the prison population. If I go to jail, do not dedicate no song to me. Don't. Nah, you know it'd be fucked up if Keith went to prison and then somebody like, I wanna dedicate back that ass up like juvenile. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be like, hey though. <laughs> Girl, you look good when you back that thing up. You're a big fine woman when you back that thing up. Uh, Adam, that's the wrong song to be yeah. dedicated when you're in prison. That's probably be the worst song somebody could dedicate Man, to. Man, you fighting for your booty hole? You know? <laughs> DeAndre trying to beat you up. <laughs> you got DeAndre in there trying to be your friend. Like, hey, what's up, man? You new up in here? Yeah, we could be friends. Uh, <laughs> Get close up on the mic. We could be friends, man. You seen that interview uh, with the with the dude in prison? He's like the most valuable thing in prison is a man's butt. <laughs> what? <laughs> not food, not no honey bun. A man's butt. <laughs> hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> oh my god! He said honey bun. <laughs> you just fucking ruined honey buns, man. God damn! Uh, you know what? Really you know the best way—the best way to eat a honey bun is put it in the microwave for like twenty seconds. Yeah. Oh man, it felt like it came right out the bakery. Mm-hmm. And then all that sugar dripping off. I want to put it. I never tried it, but put it in the oven. Maybe it'll get a little crispiness to it. That's doing too much. I'm gonna try it. One you, day. You're not actually re, you're not actually rebaking the fucking honey bun, man. And yeah. it's fried, I think, initially. <laughs> I think oh, it's, yeah. Yeah, I think it's fried. They, but they fry it, and then they take it out of the, the, the grease. It's like they mm-hmm. make it like a donut. You know what? Scratch that. I don't know how they make the fucking honey bun, okay? Yeah. I don't know. I know donuts, they fry them. Yeah. I think they... I'm pretty sure they fry them. It's, it has to be... They Those are mass-produced, so... Yeah. They don't make sense that they fried them. You ever seen how they make corn dogs? Yeah. Yeah, man. That shit looks like... I don't know. The hot dogs look real suspect, man. It looks like they got fucking coyote meat in them or something. Anything with a dog on the end is suspect. Yeah, I know, man. Hey, everybody, make sure you protect your dogs, man. Don't let them out the house un- <laughs> unsupervised. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I, th- I hope we elaborated enough on the main point. You know, if, you- if you're getting involved with anyone in any way, do a little bit of research on them. I know it's going to sound bad. Like, you guys are telling people to stock them? No. I'm saying do a little bit of research. It just, the, the, the good information is not that hard to find. Not at <clears> all, because <throat> it sticks out. Yeah. It sticks out. And you know what? People say, you mean, I'm not saying stalk anybody, but you can't help it, dude. We all do it. I don't give a fuck what anyone says. You could If you have her on Instagram, check out her Instagram. You know, you start, I mean, I'm not saying you know a whole person's existence by what you see on social media. But you get a good idea of what you're fucking with when you go there and she's like at a party or whatever in the pictures and they got like fucking dildos everywhere and and all kinds of shit. (laughs) Yeah, dude, these chicks get wild nowadays, bro. They get wild, bro. That's crazy. Yeah, you know, and that still doesn't mean she's a bad person. She's probably just a freak. But it's just like, dude, it's just a lot of things you got to pay attention to. You can't avoid them. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like if women don't admit this, but it's the truth, the more they like a guy, the more they start paying attention. 
Yeah. Like I noticed there's um <laughs> once you start talking to a chick, like they'll be liking all your shit, but once they really like get with you, they don't like none of your shit. Yeah. Now they in watch mode. They just watching everything you do. Dang. I guarantee you. I guarantee you. It'll be <laughs> they probably like, who is this bitch liking this picture? Yeah. Who is this bitch liking the picture with his who shirt? Who did he off? just follow today? Who look this bitch is following him. Let yeah. me see if he's following her back. I know women do that shit. I've even heard them I've heard the context of some of their conversations before. Like there's because sometimes women would like they will say some things that will shock you. Yeah. They'd be like, this bitch keeps liking my man's photos. I'm about to ask him if he knows her. And it's like, damn. I knew some girl that we weren't even dating. And she was like, um, she would like watch who I was following. And it would be like people from, that I knew from high school and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Because yeah. like, as, much, as long as I've had Instagram, like I don't follow like everyone I know. You still see people popping up like, oh, I didn't know that person was on here or whatever yeah. the case may be. So yeah. I'll just follow them or whatever. She was like trying to press me about like following some people from high school. That's weird, bro. Man, shut up. And they'll say some slick <clears throat> shit like go follow your girlfriend Kelly. You'd be like, who? Nothing, nothing. <laughs> no, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> what did you just say right now? Let it, it whatever, just nothing. You'd be it's like, not a oh. big deal. It's not a big deal. Like, yeah, it is. Cause when women say subliminal stuff like that, like little side stuff, it mean a lot. They just try to act like, oh, nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, nah. Put the knife down, okay? Oh, I'm going to stab you. <laughs> Put the knife down, shit. <laughs> I'm cutting onions. No, I don't feel safe with you <laughs> with that fucking knife right now. Put it down. I'm trying to Lorraine and Bob at you. Yeah, yeah, you're not chopping mines. Dang. I need it. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> moving along. Yeah. Insecure men. There are a lot of them. Yeah. There are a lot of them. Now, I will say this. Instead of being insecure, I say I have very heightened senses. Um, If something ain't right, I'm going to know it. You know, I'm going to have a gut feeling. But what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to let how I feel change the way I deal with something, like the way I'm dealing with the woman. Like, for example, if if a woman has admirers, she really can't control that. Mm -hmm. You know, she's just being hers, especially if your girl is really hot. She's going to have guys that are trying to fucking... They don't give a fuck about you. They're probably trying to be like, hey, how's it going? All in the DMs and... Yeah. I, I guarantee you, dude. I think we talked about this. Let me... Matter of fact, let me get my calculator out to make my point. All right. If your girlfriend is really hot... Just pulling out the calculator. If she's really hot, because I'm not that smart, I need the calculator. <laughs> if, if your girl's really hot, right? I'm talking about she got booty, flat stomach, long hair, just beautiful... And she has a job where she's in the public. I would say at least three guys approach her a day, minimum. So that's three guys a day. It's and let's just say she works five days a week, right? Times five. That's fifteen guys a week. And what is it? What four weeks in a month? So fifteen times four. That's sixty dudes. That's a lot. So if your woman's not running around with these dudes or like running behind your back, you got a good woman Mm -hmm. because she is getting dick thrown at her every motherfucking day. Like it's always somebody. If she goes to get a case of water from Walmart, somebody's throwing dick at her in Walmart. If she goes to the fucking gym, that is like the king of dicks. It's guys (laughs) in there always trying to get at your girl, bro. Mm -hmm. Trust me. They are trying. 
um, if your girl goes to a concert or something with her friends or she goes have some drinks with her homegirls. There are dudes literally constantly throwing dick at her. Yeah. So you can't be insecure. You just need to be self-aware and understand, like, look, you, your value has to be high. Like, look, I make good money. I'm not a bad-looking guy. I'm in fairly good shape. If she fucks off on me, then she's going to lose me. She fucked up. Yeah. That's how I look at it. Yeah. But if your value, if you feel like your value is questionable, that's what makes you insecure. Mm-hmm. Okay? So the main thing is you got to understand, like, dude, if she's willing to run off, it's typically because she might feel that a man's... It, first of all, if she runs off on you, she's wrong. Mm-hmm. But she may have assumed that this guy's value is higher or she thinks they're more sexy or whatever. So whatever. But at the end of the day, you just you can't be like that. Mm-hmm. I know some dudes that'll be like, um, you'll be just looking at a chick's booty because I look at booty all the time. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm a single guy. I'm always looking at ass. Yeah. And I wear shades, so they, they people don't really know what I'm looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, they're just like, oh, big black guy, he's cool, but I'm looking at ass. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I might, you know, and I don't, I don't like, I'll look at it, but I won't like gawk at it like a like a stalker, like I'm stalking ass. Yeah. So I'll be like looking, and then like her man, like I didn't know, you know, I won't look at a woman like that if she has a man. I'm respectful enough. Like, I might gaze like gaze at it, and then I'll just walk off and mind my business. Did you say gay? I said gaze. <laughs> Multiple gaze? G-A-Z-E. <laughs> All right, you're fucking up my story, Keith. All right, look. So I'll, you know, look at the booty a little bit, mm-hmm. walk off. But the thing is, it's like insecure men, you could feel their eyes, like, looking at you. Yeah. Like, they're like, who the fuck are you looking at, my girl, bro? And I'm keep just your like, eyes off my prize, bro. Yeah, keep your eyes off. That's my property, bro. <laughs> like, your girl is hot, dude. You you need to get over it. Yeah. You know, I've been out places. Look, and you know, the funny thing, too, is the people that you are, like, kind of friendly with that are, like, associates, if you go out with the hot chick, like, it don't got to be your girl. Let's say you guys are going out to have to have drinks. Yeah. You're going to have all kind of, uh, of old homies, like, trying to have extra long conversations, trying, oh, to, be, yeah. trying to be extra funny <laughs> and shit. Like, motherfucker, you ain't even that funny. You're just trying to get attention from the girl that I'm with. Yeah. But, but but the joke's on you because I'm fucking her and you're not. Dang. So you, yeah. can tell, you can tell all these jokes you want, mm-hmm. but it doesn't matter because you suck. You yeah. know? Because <laughs> yeah. if I see a homie out with, with a girl he brought somewhere, I'm not going to be like, yeah, you know, this is funny, blah, blah, blah. And I'm actually a funny guy. Yeah. So I'll probably have her laughing, but yeah. I'm not going to do that on purpose because that's like a... Uh, that's not even a cock block. Mm-hmm. What is that? What is what is that? What would you consider that? I don't know what that's called. Just being a fucking loser? We need a new we need to open up a dictionary. Yeah, we gotta create a new word. Yeah. Like the the beginning of the word's gotta be cock though. Like, <laughs> like I don't know. It's not cock blocking. You're just trying to like guide the cock away. I don't know. A, a, co- a cock you're, deterrent. You're, yeah, a cock deterrent. A cock redirector. You ain't slick, bro. You're not <laughs> slick, dude. Uh-huh. You are trying. You're trying to redirect the cock, <laughs> and it ain't gonna work, bro. <laughs> so, side note: if if any of you guys, any fellas, listen to this, and you see your buddy out, and he's with the chick that is really hot, she's beautiful. You know she's hot. Say, hey, what's up, bro? And then just keep fucking walking. 
Yeah. Don't stick around. Don't be like, if he makes contact and says, hey, bro, hey, hey, you know, he wants to talk to you, keep it brief and walk off. Yeah. My thing is, if I see my homie winning (laughs) with a chick, I don't want any attention from that chick. Yeah. I don't want no attention from that chick. There are too many women in this world to be hung up on one woman. But men have a problem, bro. Mm-hmm. The same dudes that you could have went to high school with will be trying their hardest to fuck your girl, man. Sad. It's sad. Yeah. It's sad, bro. And the funny thing about it is if you got a down woman, she going to tell you. Like, your buddy is like, I don't know, he was trying to flirt with me. It was weird. And I'd be like, who? And I'd be like, oh, really? Oh, okay. That's okay. Cold. Yeah, well, he's dead to me now. Yeah. Yeah, because either you'd be dead to me. That, and like, I'm not a violent guy, but that'll make me really want to beat somebody up. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that really made me want to beat the brakes off your ass. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I will literally beat the black off of you. Dang. And if you're really dark, that's a lot of black. <laughs> be beating for a long time. Man, I'll just be beating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. yeah that's, that's a trip. Yeah, dude. This, um, this. This idea came up because I was um, I met with some girl, and we were going to talk about shooting a music video. And um, she hadn't she does like really good photography, so I thought like it would be interesting to like uh, work on some project with her. <clears throat> and um, for whatever reason, um, there's we all have a lot of like different mutual friends. So I was talking to um, so we set up the meeting. We met I met with her at uh, Starbucks or whatever. And um, another guy that she knows, we have like a mutual friend, and he messaged me. He was like, "Hey, man! Like we we're talking about a different project we're working on." It's like, "Yeah, you know, we, we're uh, next week. We're going to meet up and stuff like this." And he's like, "Hey, I heard you were meeting with you know the girl," and I was like, "Yeah, man. Um, you know, it should be pretty cool." And then he just randomly tells me like, "Yeah, man." Um, that's my best friend's girlfriend, and they're practically married, and you know what I mean? They have the best relationship, and Weirdo. <laughs> and I see her all the time, so, it's, you know, she's really dope. And I'm just like, why are you telling, like, why yeah, are you dude. telling me this? Like, I don't care. Like, first of all, like, I'm not even trying to holler at this girl. Like, I'm just meeting her to talk about a music video, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, and I'm, I'm more curious to know, like, where did, like the insecurity come in at <laughs> like is it the boyfriend like trying to communicate with the friend like hey make sure this guy knows like this is my girl and i don't want anyone taking her or like That's ridiculous if i don't know where this energy is coming from but it's just like dude i don't want your girl yeah. god there's so many uh, there's so many reasons for that i think yeah. that there's it i think the best way to push a woman away would have to be being a being an insecure guy yeah because women they don't say this, but I think they, they want a guy that's a catch. Mm-hmm. Like, they want a guy that is secure. That somebody, somebody that, else wants? Yeah, somebody else wants. Mm-hmm. But a motherfucker that's holding you, always holding you hostage, that they're, they're turned off by it. They're just with you because either one, they feel sorry for you or they're scared to leave that relationship. Yeah. You know, but at the end of the day, bro, like, you can't be, you can't be, like, you can't be, you better off just being single till you can get your confidence up. Mm-hmm. Because if you're threatened by every guy that's around your girl, then that's bad news. Also, if um, a, a lot of people say it too, and like the girl may be out of his league a little bit. There you go. Um, and it's not not so much like a looks thing; it's more so like just a swag thing. Yeah, like, definitely. He's kind of like 
quirky and dorky. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he just, if he, if he carried himself like with confidence, then he wouldn't have to be worried about that. But, Definitely. you know, since he has a little bit of insecurities about him, he's probably like, this girl's really beautiful. She's the best girl I've ever had or the best looking girl I've ever had, at least. And uh, I know I know guys are trying to talk to her and stuff like that. Yeah. But, you know, whatever. Yeah. I'm not the one. I don't, you know. Well, before we continue, <clears throat> I'm just going to be honest. I've seen what the guy looks like. He looks like fucking Woody from Toy Story. <laughs> so it's, it's hard being Woody and you got a, a kind of a semi-hot chick and you're fucking hanging out with Buzz Lightyear and shit. So it's going to be hard for you. <laughs> it's the equivalent of like Woody dating like Pocahontas. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, just to yeah. put things into perspective. I don't know, dude. She don't know if she's on Pocahontas status. She's, yeah. Yeah. Right. I don't know. She's all right. She all right, but just the... the the analogy, just yeah. about the analogy. It was a bad analogy, Keith. Um, I'm not, I'm it was actually great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I think you gotta. I don't know. I wouldn't say pep talk yourself, but you have to. You have to be very transparent and understand that the woman you're with, especially if she is very vibrant in many different areas, mm-hmm. she's going to get hit on, bro. And yeah. there's nothing you could do about it. And if, if your girl's smiling on all these guys' face and giving her a number and her Snapchat and all this shit, then she's no good. I mean, that gave, that answered your question. I mean, if you, you if you don't want to take a chance on her, you don't trust her, then let her go. But for Christ's sake, man, stop being up her ass. Yeah, dude. That's bad luck. And then you know what? With the insecure dudes like that, I don't be after anybody's chick. I'm, I'm not after anybody's chick. There are too many women in this world. I'm curious to know what her DMs look like, though. Oh, man, they probably lit. They probably crazy. She probably got mad dick pics in there. Oh, dang. She probably got, man, they'd be like, hey, what's up? Hi. And the dude just sent a dick pic. Dang, that's how it be, too. Man, they'd be like, it's cold out. And the dude try to probably, he try to throw her, throw her off like, it's a beautiful day outside, huh? She'd be like, yeah, dick pic. Dang. <laughs> that was quick. <laughs> That got dark real quick. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you, too. <laughs> dick, dick pic. <laughs> Happy birthday, dick pic. <laughs> You're like, damn. It's crazy. Yeah. Horrible, man. That's I don't know, man. Cool. That's another thing, too. Women, I don't I don't know, man. Lot, men are unpredictable. Very unpredictable. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, mm, I wouldn't really say... Unpredictable in the 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 extent they'll go to try to do something for a woman. Yeah, because I've learned some people I couldn't even be friends with them because the how they reacted with other women. Like it'll be a chick that one of my homies would like back in the day, and they wouldn't be feeling him, but then they would like me for some reason. Yeah. And they'd be like, "Oh my god, Eddie is so funny. He's a cool guy." And then I'd just be like, oh, whatever. Like, she's talking to my homie. And the chick would literally like me, and I would not mess with her just because my homie tried to get at her, and it didn't work out. Dang. That's how loyal of a dude I am. And now that I think about it, I should have just said, fuck it. Yeah. <clears throat> hey. Loyalty, loyalty, loyalty. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah I, that's just me, man. I just, yeah. I've, always had the, I've always had the thought process that there's just too many women out here for me to be, you know, like having any real interaction with women that my homies talk to. Yeah. Like if if one of the homies talked to a chick and she just wasn't feeling him at all and they didn't talk for no extended time and then she likes me, that's a different story. Mm-hmm. But it also depends on how close you are. Like if if my homie, if it's like my day one, my brother, nope. 
Ain't yeah. no way we we talking. But if it's some guy that I may have played hoops with a couple times or maybe lifted weights with him a couple times at the gym, nah, bro. You got to get them gains on your own. <laughs> That's funny. I'm trying to get some cardio in with that chair. <laughs> Dang. Just keep it running. Keep the analogy going. Um, I'm trying to run some laps on that. <laughs> I'm trying to burn a lot of calories with that. <laughs> I'm trying to run a Tour de France on that. I'm trying to, uh, uh, I don't know. We got this health stuff going on. I'm trying to Subway eat fresh on that. I'm trying to flame broiler on that. <laughs> I name like every place you go out to the gym. Oh, man. Well, in the grand scheme of things here, um, fellas, stop being so insecure, man. You're running women off. Yeah. You're running women off. You're you're showing women off. So, you know what insecure guys do too. It's 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 kind of uh, a trend I've seen. <clears throat> they will overshare their girlfriend. Mm-hmm. They'll overshare like this is my girl, my girl. I love her, my girl. Yeah. And it's like picture after picture after picture. After. We fucking get it, bro. Yeah, we get it. Mm-hmm. Like we it's it's but a woman is not your property. I don't care if it's your fucking wife. It is not your property. Mm-hmm. If you love her, that's great, but that's personal. People don't realize that love is a personal thing. Mm-hmm. You really care about somebody. You shouldn't have to tell the whole goddamn world every five fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. That is a form of insecurity because you're not sure. You're unsure of yourself. Therefore, you want everybody to know this is my girl. In case you try to fuck her, this is my girl. And if she's about to give you some. It's too late, you know? <laughs> yeah. A, a relationship is not going to stop anyone from doing anything. Hell no. So. No, nah, it's not. They're going to get right up on that mic and be like, hi, my name is Devin. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that's magic. Yeah, right? <laughs> just being that close is just magic. Yeah, that deep voice. When she gets that deep voice in her ear, that shit's over. There's some girls that listen and they like your voice and then that probably just like turn them all the Oh, right man, that would be crazy. Yeah. Man, you got to get right up, right up on that mic and be like, "Hi, right, my name is James. <laughs> I was wondering if you wanted to party sometime, you know? <laughs> Go over to the beach, have a couple, have a couple Michelob Ultras, you know, some Amberbach or something like that. <laughs> oh, oh, your name's Bethany. Oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You could literally." Like, you could literally get a chick without, like, you could say, like, two sentences. Yeah. Like, almost like less is more. Yeah. Some dudes be like, my name's James. I work here. I do this. I do that. All that. So what's up? And oh, I, I hate those dudes. And then <clears throat> and the girl's like, um, I have a boyfriend. Yeah. You could tell when girls are lying. I've, I've been told that shit before. Yeah. Like, I have a boyfriend. Like, you don't have to lie to me. You don't have to like me. I'm not one of those guys that get mad when a chick fucking rejects me. I get rejected a lot. But mm-hmm. it's cool. You know? you know those dudes in the club, they be like, you be talking extra loud, like, hey, hey, um, my name is Tony. I just got through working 80 hours this week. It's been crazy out there. Let me buy you a drink. <laughs> <laughs> you be like, what is it? <laughs> uh, like the Oldfield guys? Yeah. Oh, my God. The, so- the ones that go in there a little bit dirty. Like they'll have a clean outfit on with dirty boots. Oh, my God. Man, get out of here. 
Yeah, oil field guys be like that. Probably be. I remember back in the day when when the oil fields was booming, dude. I'm talking about when the oil fields was booming. Motherfuckers making over a hundred plus k a year, and they going to the club. Be like, hey, what's up? My name's Myron. Yeah, yeah, I'm off. I just came from the oil fields, man. So, yeah. what's up? You and all your girls. I buy you guys all around. So, what do you say? And the girls were like, yeah, we're gonna. Oil field dudes. I was trying cool. to buy out the bar. That's cool. We can hang out. And then he bought a whole bar out, and the girls just walk off after oh. he get. <laughs> He's hey, standing there. Oil field. Hey, yo, back in the day, dudes in the oil fields had groupies, like for real, for real. Yeah, it'd be a bunch of fine ass girls up there getting free drinks. Like women, women have the they like literally have the luxury of going to the club with no fucking money at all. If they don't have to have money, they got nice titties and they could go straight up to the club. To the, the bouncer gonna let them in because the club owner says if they're hot, let them in. So they let the hot chicks in. Then the hot chicks get in the club, mm-hmm. and then the dudes is waiting to hit on them and buy them anything they want to drink. Yeah. The only thing they pay for at the end of the night is probably like some shit from Jack in the Box or something. Uh, <laughs> and even then, and even then, they probably meet up with some dudes that buy them food. Dang. Bro, women got it so good, man. Dang. That's the life. That's the life. All you got to do is show a little bit of cleavage and you get all that shit for free. Man. That must, man. Yeah. Well. I ain't buying you no drinks, girl. <laughs> you know what? You should never buy a chick a drink if you did not come in the club with her. That's real. And, you know, people say, like, what are you talking about? If you did not come to that club with that young lady, you should not buy her any drinks because chances are, one, she has a boyfriend. Two, she fucking doesn't like you. She just, you hear those sirens out there? They must is loud. Oh, who the fuck got shot this time? Man. You turn on the news right now. Yeah, that'd be sad if it's really somebody. I really hope somebody didn't get shot. Yeah, that'd be sad. That'd be horrible. I am not a witness, by the way. If they try to use this, <clears throat> you know, this podcast, like, do you know anything about the shooting? I'm be like, uh, I was, a, I was, uh, I was with Keith, uh, Keith Fingers, and we we're doing a podcast, <laughs> and we just heard the sirens go off. Y'all nervous? Yeah. <laughs> I, be, I, be, I, be, I was doing a podcast. No, nah, no, nah, you do this. You be like, nah, I have no Black Lives Matter, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You see those videos of the kids, they be like, they don't really know how to use Black Lives Matter, so they just be yelling it at police officers. Yeah, and the cop just like, what the fuck is going what on? What are you talking about? This is a routine traffic stop. It's a routine traffic stop. His light is out. Yeah. No, it'll be some shit like, uh, <laughs> they'll be like smoking in a non-smoking zone, and the kid will be like, leave me alone, officer, I ain't doing nothing. You can't smoke here. Black Lives Matter. I just told you, but the, you know, matter of fact, fuck it. Uh, <laughs> let me get out of here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, ultimately, man, don't be insecure. Don't be insecure, man, because uh, I know it's hard, but you're going to have to work your way out of that. Yeah. You know, Just be self-aware, man. Be self-aware, because a lot of times women can work you up. It'll, you don't have to be insecure for women to work you up. You mm-hmm. don't know what the fuck's going on. You're like, man, what the fuck? What's going on? Why is he, you know, she, you know, this is not like her to be like this or whatever. When you get in that situation and you get into like a mental, what do you call it, a pickle, and you don't know what to do. Don't react, bro. Mm-hmm. Just relax. Yeah. Relax. Don't get all emotional and angry. Just let her be, let her do what she's doing. And if she's fucking you over, let her go. Yeah. Like if you, you see me in your girl's DMs, it's only business. Yeah, man. You see me in your girl's DMs, then I'm, I apologize. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was your girl, and I probably was literally trying to have sex with her. <laughs> 
I don't know of any guy that's really in a chick's DM that's like really. I'm not gonna say every time I DM some chick, I'm trying to do something with her. But ultimately, like if they post something funny or something and I respond, it ain't nothing sexual coming to that. Yeah. But would I have sex with the chick? Yeah, if she's pretty good looking, definitely. Yeah. You know, but I'm not like, hey, so that was funny. But um, you know, it would be even more funny if we hung out and had some drinks. Are you down? Like shit like that. That's Damn. reaching, bro. That's reaching. Yeah. And dudes really do that. Mm-hmm. And women be like, wow, all these guys in my DMs, I'm tired of this. They they post a screenshot. Oh, man. What about the girls that used to do the screenshots of all their Snapchat DMs? Oh, bruh. That's all bad. All unread messages? Yeah. And, it's, <clears throat> you know, I think that's a false... That's like that's an ego problem, plus it's like a false sense of self-worth. Like, you are... You, you're... You are generating this idea of self-worth by shitting on other people. Like, if you don't like this motherfucker, then just tell him. Some guys have a problem getting a catching a hint. Mm-hmm. They'll keep writing a chick like, hey, so what's up? She don't respond. Two days later, how's everything going? They don't respond. Two days later, hey, I was wondering if you want to hang out. Fucking no response. And then the whole time, she's just looking at it. Like, yeah, some guys really don't get it. Yeah, I think um, I I don't like those people that want followers or a lot of people on Snapchat for yeah. the sake of just having people on Snapchat. Yeah, that's that's sad. I think it's like it's kind of weird to me. It's very weird. Like you just want you just want a thousand people to watch what you're doing on a daily basis without getting no without any benefit to it, no, no financial benefit. gain or anything. Nothing. Like that's just weird to me. Nothing. Like you you're, you're not making any money. Like, yeah. You're not making that. I mean, like my thing is this: I, I'm not. I do not support prostitution. But at least if you were being a prostitute, then it would make sense. Mm-hmm. You want to get these followers. You want to give yourself the best possibility to make that money. Mm-hmm. You know. Matter of fact, let me change the, the subject here from prostitution right now. We're talking about <laughs> prostitution a lot. Yeah. <laughs> if you're not leveraging a business, basically. Yeah. If you're not trying to leverage a business with your social media, why the fuck do you have? All these followers just to stare at you. Mm-hmm. I think that's tacky. Mm-hmm. That's why, I, like, I laugh. I literally fucking chuckle when I see a chick say something like, I'm ready to settle down. I'm tired of all these lousy men. And you're getting like 600 likes on a selfie. Like, shut up. If you really wanted a man and wanted to settle down, you wouldn't have 600 fucking likes. You sound like Chris Rock right there. What? <laughs> I don't know. That was just a Chris Rock statement. <laughs> it's the truth. <laughs> Like if you really wanted a man. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't take you serious, man. You got 600 likes, then I'm just, I know, like, all these motherfuckers. And the thing is, is the people liking it, too, a lot of them don't even be from America. They be, like, from different countries. And Dang. Shit. And they be saying shit like, <laughs> some Indian dude, like, send me bobs and vagine. Uh. <laughs> you never seen those? Nah. Bruh, it's screenshots of some dudes like inboxing like American women like send me bobs instead of boobs. I would say bobs and vagina. Send me bobs and vagina. They trying to and ease va- Google Translate and screw them over. And vagina. Oh. I'm like, bruh. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> My friend, send me bobs and vagina. <laughs> oh, man. I will move to America and 
and open. I will move to America and have unlimited bobs. <laughs> I work at Seven Eleven. Send me unlimited bobs. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't subscribe to what Keith just did. That was incredibly racist. Seven Eleven is not the only place where Middle Eastern people work. Okay. All right. All right. A and PM. Like I said, I don't subscribe to what Keith is saying right now. <laughs> all right, all right. The local liquor store. <laughs> At the check cashing place. <laughs> At the fucking check cashing place. Um, nah, nah, the smoke shop. They got the smoke what's, shop. What's the place downtown? Fucking Vest Drugs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. All right, man. I we're, apologize we're, to we're, the Middle Eastern community. Yeah, we're, we're off of that. Um, mm-hmm. In closing in that topic, look, man. Uh, just don't be insecure. Yeah. Try your best not to, you know, catch yourself in the moment, be self-aware, mm-hmm. and uh, stop cuffing your girl, brother. She's a human being. She's not your fucking property. Yeah. All also, right. watch the show Insecure. It's pretty good. Definitely. Plug. All right. Moving along. A life score. A life score. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought about this concept <clears throat> because people don't realize how important a life score is. Like for the most part, people pay attention to their credit. If their credit is low, they know they need to fix it. If the credit is high, they know they need to, they need to continue to maintain uh, that credit score so they could get the best deals. All right. Now, I found a correlation between life and credit. And what I found is this. What I found out is that whenever you it basically a life score is determined based on how you treat people and how you conduct yourself. Yeah. And if you treat people with respect, right, and you're an honest person, you're an upstanding guy, you're a hard worker, um, and you treat people the same way you like to be treated, ultimately you're going to have a higher score. So what's going to happen is when you go throughout life, you're going to open up, more doors are going to open up for you because people are going to see value in you as a person. And they have no problem investing in that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just like, for example, if you have, fucked up credit and you want to get a house, the banks are going to laugh at you because they're like, look at this guy's credit, you know? Mm-hmm. His motherfucker owes Spectrum all this money, you know <laughs> I mean? Be giving this guy no fucking loan. Mm-hmm. But what people don't realize is when they go throughout life being lazy and not working hard, or let's say they don't ever show up to work and when they do show up, they don't work hard. And yeah. all of a sudden they want to get the job of their dreams, right? Mm-hmm. But nobody wants to vouch for them because they know they're fucking lazy and they suck. Yeah. You know, and people say, and what kills me too is when people say shit like, I'm self made. I don't need nobody. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. You want to make it in the, need somebody. You always need somebody. And in, in the corporate world or in, in general, mm-hmm. there's always going to be somebody that, that's going to have to vouch for you. Yeah. And the only reason where I'm at today is because people seen value in me. My life score was high. Mm-hmm. You know, I had, man, where, I, where I'm at now, um, a buddy of mine's I've known for years. He could have had anybody working for him. He could have had family. He could have had other friends. But he chose me for a reason. Yeah. Because he knows I have integrity. He knows I'm going to show up. He knows I'm not going to miss days. I'm not going to punk out. Mm -hmm. And that's why he made that investment. He put a lot on the line. Mm -hmm. And, uh, And that also made me realize that my value is high. And I'm not trying to be cocky, but that's just me. Mm-hmm. You know, but a lot of people, they go throughout life treating people like shit, being lazy, cheating on every girl they've been with and shit. And then, you know, it all backfires. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I, the other day I put it on my Instagram story that like, imagine you're a guy, right? 
and you've been you've been fucking off on every woman you've ever been with. Like you cheated on them, treated them like dirt, but then you finally find a woman that is like awesome. And then all of a sudden she finds out you're a womanizer and you fuck like three of her cousins. And she's like, you know what? I don't want to risk this. I can't do it. That's because your history of fucking people over and lying to them, it backfired. Yeah. That's why a life score is important. You don't ever want to develop a history of fucking people over. You want to try to be as upstanding as you can because in the, uh, in, in, Especially in the adult world, this shit is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, that's that's a, that's an interesting concept. You know what I mean? It's really it's really creative. Um, but yeah, man, you just go through life and you you just be just be a good person, and you know that's the same thing as a good credit score. Just being a good person, you you know what I mean? Even the most simplest things, like you know, you see somebody that may be a bum and they really look like they genuinely need you know, some food and you, you can tell like they, you know, they're, they're, you know, skinny and starving and they just need a few dollars to go buy a burger or something like, you know, just giving people spare change or definitely, you know, helping people move, you know, if you see somebody pulling a refrigerator and they going upstairs and they look like they're struggling, like, you know, just giving a helping hand or, you know, like you talked about how you always, if you ever see somebody that ran out of gas, you always, you know, pull over and help them. Mm Mm-hmm. And all that stuff comes back to you, you know. Definitely. You know, in life, um, all that positive energy that you put out into the world, it will come back to you. You know what I mean? Tenfold, just because you're, just because you're doing, doing good things. Definitely. Yeah. And people are watching you, bro. You yeah. Don't, you don't know it. Yeah. But there are people watching you throughout your whole life. The people you grew up with, you know, um, your peers, they watch you. And when your peers get older, a lot of times they they get in in really authoritative like positions. Mm-hmm. They become CEOs, and let's say you're you know you're you're scrambling for a job, you don't know what's going on, and you run into them one day at like a grocery store, and they're like, "Hey man, come on in, I'll take care of you." Yeah. But if you're a piece of shit, they're gonna say, "Oh, you're looking for work? Oh man, good luck, man, good luck out there." Dang. They could see what I'm saying. Yeah. They could offer you a job, but they're not because they know you ain't shit. Yeah. They don't want you making their name look bad. Mm-hmm. But by you having a history of being upstanding, being a hard worker, people see that. Mm-hmm. And I didn't realize that until I got a little bit older. Like, you know what? The reason why I'm getting these opportunities is because people see something. Yeah. And that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Not trying to toot my own horn at all. You know, there are people that are much better than me at different, you know, at different stuff. Uh, but I just think it's important to, you know, keep those relationships good, man. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're cool with somebody, don't do anything backhanded. Don't steal from people. Yeah. Don't give them a bad taste in their mouth because people talk. Yeah, man. They talk. These women talk when you cheat on them and you fuck their friends and you yeah. do all this crazy shit. They talk. Yeah. And that's what accumulates your credit score. Mm-hmm. So yeah, just you just keep your head down and you do like. You just work hard at everything you do, every job you do, you know what I mean? No, no matter how much you hate it or whatever the case may be. Because pe- like you said, people are watching, man. You know what I mean? And one opportunity will lead to another opportunity, and it'll lead to another opportunity. And, um, you know, pe- like you said, people talk. Like, there's always eyes on you. Me and Eddie will be out and, you know, whatever the case may be, and people will reference 
Like a, a lot of people like Eddie's posts on Facebook. So people would be like, hey, man, I really like your stuff that you be posting on Facebook or, you know, oh, your, your Snapchats are funny or, you know, whatever yeah. the case may be. So <clears throat> if you just continually put that, whatever type of energy you're putting out into the world, people will recognize it. And you, you know what? You, you really hit on something there. It's people that I would not even expect to one, either listen to the podcast or two, to notice something mm-hmm. like a, on Facebook or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's not like I'm sitting back keeping tabs on who's liking or saying shit, mm-hmm. but it's people that you would, they'd be like, oh man, this is funny. I remember when you said this, and I'd be like, what? Mm-hmm. It just, it shows, it goes to show you that people are watching, people are listening. That you develop a not only a reputation, but you accumulate a score. Yeah. You know? And what you're gonna have to do, especially after this podcast, is you need to be be honest with yourself and tell yourself what your score is. Mm-hmm. Do people trust me? Do people feel um do people feel good about telling me personal stuff? Because I'm the type of guy, if you tell me some personal shit, I keep it to myself and I don't say anything. Yeah, there. I've been people have told me some wild personal shit, mm-hmm. but they know they can trust me not to open my mouth and talk about it. Yeah, and they know that when they tell me something, it ain't going back to anyone. Yeah. So all these things accumulate stuff. It's people that it's people that they they can tell you very like sensitive personal information, and being as that information never got out, and they told you. And they see you in a position of need, they're willing to help you out. They're like, man, this person's a good person, you know? Yeah. And out of all the people that talk shit about me, like, Eddie was never the one to do it. Mm-hmm. That, shit, that shit means something, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. That, that's a, this, this idea is an interesting concept because, like, the higher your, your life score is, the more, the more opportunities you'll be able to get. It's just like, you know, you, get a, you got good credit, you can go drive off the lot with any car you want mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. Um, you got a good life score and you can reach out to somebody like, hey, man, I'm doing bad right now. Like, I'm in, I just lost my job or whatever the case may be. Do mm-hmm. you, you know, do you have anything for me? And they're like, oh, man, I'll make a couple calls right now. Boom, you got a job next week. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, those, those things really, and like, really, people really, there's always, like, you have to, you know, present yourself and, you know, walk throughout life like there are always eyes on you. Bruh. Because they're really, like, they really are, you know what I mean? You could yeah. just, you know, you could be at the gas station pumping gas and, you know, somebody would be driving by like, hey, dog, I just seen you earlier. Was that you in, you know, whatever car? Like, yeah, that was me. Like, oh, man, good seeing you. I'm, uh, next time we got to, you know, we got to link up or whatever the case may be. Or you might see somebody at the mall or, you know, like I just went to this art event um, out here in Bakersfield last uh, Friday and I seen a couple people there and a lot of people, not a lot of people, but a couple people like reference stuff that we've been doing, like whether it's the podcast or like music yeah. that I've been putting out or, you know, whatever the case may be. So it just goes to show you that people are like really like if they're not even, you know, even if they're not commenting on your stuff, like they're really like genuinely looking at, you know, what you're doing. So Yeah. It's it's important, man. Mm-hmm. It is it is vital and very important. And first of all, if you're going to be a good person, don't do it because there's eyes on you. Do it because you really want to do it. Because yeah. you you won't be able to keep that act up. Yeah, I know some people who are complete pieces of shit that do a good job of acting like they're a good person. So what happens is, like when there's eyes on them, they're like, "Oh, yes, I just came from church. Thank the Lord for everything." But as soon as the eyes are off of them, they're talking shit about everybody. Mm-hmm. They're fucking. They're lying on people. They're mm-hmm. being lazy. They're backstabbers. Everything. 
So if you're really gonna be a good person, you be a good person when there's no eyes on you. Yeah. You do the right thing when there's no eyes on you. And what starts to happen is is you accumulate, you know, you do when you do it for yourself, that's when it really becomes something, you know, mm-hmm. uh great. Um, being a stand-up guy, like, you know, you see somebody drop all their groceries on the ground, pick them up, help yeah. her pick it up, help them pick it up. And, you know, if you see some elderly person struggling to do something, help them out, mm-hmm. you know, by putting this good energy in the world, especially when you're a younger person, that really means a lot because a lot of young people don't give a fuck about anybody but themselves. Yeah. So if you're younger and, you know, you're helping people out and you're doing stuff, you know, they've already started to disassociate, like, being good and being young. Mm-hmm. They just think we're all, you know, pieces of junk. Yeah. So be a great person because that's who you are and that's who you want to be. Mm-hmm. And if you have a low life score, it's not too late. It's not over. But it's going to take a long time for people to trust you. Just yeah. like credit. Yeah. Just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to dig yourself out of that hole. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. Start Start off by. Doing the simple stuff, you know what I mean? Calling your grandma, calling your, your mom or whatever the case may be. Taking your mom out to lunch. Definitely. Just little, little stuff. You could build it back up. <clears throat> yeah. It just You have to recognize it first, you know what I mean? If there, There's a correlation, too, like we said. Like, if you're if Seth is not really going well in your life, you know, maybe you, you, you've been losing your job, your relationships are broken, um, just reassess, like, just... Check on like the energy you're putting out into the world. What exactly. are your face? What are your Snapchat saying? What are your Facebook posts saying? What are your Thank Instagram you. posts like? Is it is it positive stuff? Is it you know quotes from the Bible? Is it just quotes from you know quotes that can make people's days better? You know what I mean? Exactly. Valuable information about business or whatever the case may be. Exactly. Or is it you complaining about you know baby mama drama or Bruh. whatever the case may be? Um. And that stuff, you know, that stuff really, you know, it's that, um, the law of attraction. Like, that stuff is really, that stuff is really, that stuff is real. That's very true. Very, very true. You know what? There's directly a correlation between the energy. You got to realize the Facebook post, that's energy, bro. Yeah. You're putting a certain type of energy into the world when you're like, fuck, um, uh, uh, I'm tired of all these, you know, these sorry women, or I'm sorry, all these sorry men, or I mm-hmm. hate my baby's mama, or I hate my baby's daddy. If you putting that type of energy into the world, like what do you expect back? Mm-hmm. You can never, you can never be a positive person. You can never have a positive life by putting negative energy into the world. Yeah, like you just can't, man. You can't. Mm-hmm. You know what? What do you know? What I love to do? I love to make people think. Yeah. I love to make people think. So when I get on Instagram live, uh, the Instagram story, I don't do live. I don't do because I don't have an ego problem. <laughs> Most motherfuckers that are on live, you got an ego problem, and you're not even doing shit. Mm-hmm. You like got a yo-yo or a fucking eating an orange. Like, what's up, y'all? How y'all doing? It's like get off alive, bro. You don't have a reason to fucking be on there. <laughs> you know, that's I, funny. I just post Instagram stories, yeah, and I'll they'll be all chopped up, and I just usually I, I say something to make people think. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the type of energy that I want to put out into the world. Yeah, you know the same shit you'll see me do on Instagram. I'll do it right here on this podcast. Except obviously this is a longer drawn out thing. Yeah, but I don't feel like that's that's. I'm trying to. My thing is making someone think that's positive energy, mm-hmm. and it also challenges me as well mm-hmm. because it allows me to you know 
just come up with something on the spot that's you know that's that kind kind of penetrates your mind, makes you think like you know what that might make sense or yeah, you know, oh that's crazy, you know. Yeah, even even just with the podcast in general, like we we try to touch on topics that are like affecting us, but that we also know are affecting other people. Exactly. So you know, we'll try to give our perspective on things that, and so maybe it will you know help some help out somebody, you know, that in the world that is you know doing just trying to better themselves, you know, whether it's a relationship or, you know, them trying to, you know, get their life in order, mm-hmm. um, whatever the case may be. And we have like a unique perspective, you know what I mean? I have a college degree and Eddie is like, you know, a truck driver. So we've we've been through a lot, you know, in, Definitely. in a short amount of time we've been on the earth. So that's trying to like, you know. that You know what's funny too is the, the converse, like, it's weird. Like the conversations that me and Keith have on a regular basis, it's almost like every conversation is a fucking podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be talking about some stuff. It's like it's a prequel to the podcast. You know, mm-hmm. we don't we don't go overboard, but we'll be like, man, like I seen this today. Like he'll hit me up out of the blue. Sometimes when it's like at a like a random time, mm-hmm. I'm like Keith, something happened. Like, <laughs> so I will answer the phone, and then Keith will be like, man, guess what happened? And I'll be like, what? And it'll be something like that really makes me think, mm-hmm. or it'll be something positive. Mm-hmm. Keith does never, he never calls me, but like, I'm tired of this, I'm sick of this, I'm tired of that, what's going on? This is garbage, I'm tired. Like, I don't get those calls from Keith. Yeah. But there are some people, I'm not gonna say any names, but there are some people that call me with their shit. Yeah. Don't dump your shit on me. I, I hate that. We all got life problems, get over it, handle yeah. it. I just love talking to someone who is literally in a positive state of mind. I mean, you're not going to be positive 24-7, seven days a week. Yeah. But at least if you're in the high 80 percentile and you're <laughs> positive, you know, then that's great. Because I don't like talking to people that always blame people for something, um, don't have any accountability, and literally try to dump their problems on you. What do you think about this? And it's yeah. like, I don't even want to elaborate on it, man. You just fucking suck. Yeah. You that's know? sad, man. There are people, there are literally people that will will call. It's really selfish. Like if you're a person Thank that you. are just calling people to vent. Oh my God. It's like, oh my gosh. Like I I have like, not siblings, but I have like aunts and uncles that will do that mm-hmm. or like, um, you know, friends that will do that. And it's just like, you can't, like don't, don't, yeah, like it's literally like dumping a bunch of negativity on someone else's life. Like I'm not They could have been in the best mood ever, like it's man. payday, they chilling, they got their feet kicked up, and then you call them like, hey man, what you doing? It's like, oh, I'm just chilling. Man, guess what happened to me? Oh he's my like, oh my God. God. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did somebody kick your ass? Hopefully they kicked your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I'm not your fucking psychiatrist. Yeah. Okay? I don't get paid to listen to your problems. Mm-hmm. And then here's the worst part. The absolute worst part is when you elaborate on what they're going through and they say, nah, I don't think that's right. I disagree because it's like, then why the fuck did you call yeah. me? Yeah. If you know it all, then why don't you fucking figure it out, yeah. you dipshit? I don't I'm giving wanna... you legit advice and you just like... Like, you know what? Just... just And I, at, at that point, it's like everything they're saying... Is it, I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with Charlie Brown's mother or yeah how she's a teacher. That's his teacher. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like mama wah 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 wah. That's all I hear after you fucking don't listen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, I'm done. Like yeah. 
you know, or I'll make some shit up. What I have been, what the, the, the privilege I have of being a truck driver is when I'm driving and say I'm talking to somebody and they're blabbing about some negative shit, I can say, oh, the coverage is about to get bad, man. Uh, and then as we as they keep talking, I just fucking hang the phone up. That's real. Because I don't want to hear you. I don't want to hear this no more. They can call me back and I don't even answer it. You could do that same thing if you had Sprint. You'd be like, I, I'm break. Uh, 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 uh. Click. <laughs> I think they know. I think they know if it's if it's the real effect though, because you can't make that noise. It's not gonna be that clean. You say click. That's a that's a telltale sign. Yeah, you saying you making fucking fake <laughs> fake phone noises like it's at the, the, the hang up. <laughs> Did you just say hang up? <laughs> It's like at that point you don't give a fuck. You just do whatever you want. It's <laughs> uh, comedy. Oh man, that's yeah. real though. Don't be a, don't be a negative, a negativity dumper. Yeah, don't, yeah, don't dump that shit on anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, but you do also. You want to be that person that people can talk to. Mm-hmm. But there, it's like there's only certain people that you allow to have that access. Mm-hmm. Like I got some people I tell them like, dude, you could call me at any time and I'm there for you. Yeah. You know, but everybody don't got that access. Like, you know, like when I was going through stuff, you know, when like with me, break breakups are rough for me cuz if I ever get in a relationship, I want it to work. Mm-hmm. So if it doesn't work out, I'm really bummed out, hurting, you know, I need somebody to talk to. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'll be honest, doesn't make me a wimp cuz I'm a man and I need somebody to talk this to. Nigga sound like Drake. Yeah, they, they're all people always call men wimps, you know, when we reach out and talk. I have a homegirl that's like a sister to me, love her to death. I was able to talk to her like one, two in the morning, you know, when I was stressing out and like, mm-hmm. like sad and depressed. Mm-hmm. And she did the same to me when she was going through stuff and I was, she would talk to me. So it's always good to have people like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but only certain people should have that type of access. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if you just got anybody calling you like, man... I, one day uh, I was chilling with your brother, and uh, he got a call. I won't say from who, but he got a call from uh, <laughs> his family member that was going through some shit. And it said, "Ah, you call?" Like when he answered the phone on the intercom, all you could just hear is heavy breathing and fucking crying. Like, and then and your brother was like, "What's going on, man? Like, talk to me." He's like. I, I'm trying. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god, dude! And I was just fucking. I couldn't even hold it. I was just laughing. I was That's crying, crazy, laughing. Dude. And he was like, "What do you do for a broken heart?" <laughs> I'm like, "Bruh." It sound like an R and B song. Like, bruh, you. I don't. Oh man, I don't know. <laughs> That's just horrible. That sound like the intro. <laughs> what do you do? Why do these girls <laughs> treat me so bad? You're like, what? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Only certain people deserve that access, man. Yeah. Being, being, being overall, being a good person, um, that's something you're going to have to want to do. Mm-hmm. And it comes back to that credit score, man. Yeah. That, that, that life score. Mm-hmm. That life score is important. Yeah. People know they can rely on you. They know that you. they could call you at 1 in the morning, 2 in the morning. And you're not going to judge them. Yeah. You know, they know that, you know, um, you're going to be, you're going to be as available as you can. And you're going to say, hey, you know, um, what can I help you with? Mm-hmm. You know, you're not going to be like, why are you calling me? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know, this is another thing that we got to realize too. And a lot of men do it. 
I've done it before and it's really not right. I noticed that a lot of times we'll like mess with the chick or something and kind of like, you know, once those benefits run out, kind of toss her to the side type mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm not that type <clears throat> of guy, especially especially today. Yeah. And, you know, in these, you know, in my, <laughs> in my, especially in my 30s. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm not dealing with a chick like that anymore, I'll still be cool with her if she, you know. And every blue moon, I might text her, like, hey, how's everything going? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, everything's cool. But a lot of dudes, man, they just hit it and quit it and just, like, blow the chick off. Yeah. Don't talk to her. Just treat her like a nothing. Yeah. Whenever you have engagement with people, you don't want to treat them like dirt. Mm-hmm. Always maintain to be a good man. Mm-hmm. Just in, in general. Being, a, being the bigger man, being a better person is always important. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you treat treat them like your wife or anything, but treat make sure you treat women with respect. Yeah, like and I, I say that wholeheartedly because um, I haven't always done that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But when you do, when you treat women the right way, there are benefits to that. Like they're, they're not going to be running around talking bad about you and all that. Because mm-hmm. some dudes are like, why is she talking shit about me? Well, maybe because you're a piece of shit. Yeah, dude. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> maybe because you're a piece of shit. But mm-hmm. you know, had you not been one, then maybe you know you wouldn't have people talking about you. Yeah, and it just it's just it's just good to not be on people's bad side. Bruh. You, know I mean? you don't want to be end up in a subliminal tweet or a subliminal Facebook post or a su- subliminal <laughs> Snapchat thing. Yeah, I'm tired of these niggas out here. <laughs> Uh, he a finger in the booty ass nigga anyways. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh man. I that's that was highly unexpected. <laughs> oh man. You know what's funny too, what I've noticed? This is this is why everybody has their preference. This is why I don't I don't eat the booty. <laughs> I noticed that I've seen some pretty outrageous like Facebook posts. Oh yeah. I this one chick said straight up, she said, you know what, y'all don't pay attention to my baby daddy with his booty eating ass. <laughs> he said that bitch. She, this was this was this, she said verbatim. She said that bitch ass nigga ate my booty for 45 minutes last night. <laughs> I was just like, whoa. 45 minutes. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah, so he was in there. That's just, a long time. He is in there going to work. How you eat somebody booty for 45 minutes? Oh, man. I, shit, he must have been hungry. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's that's what you don't. You come up with a chocolate mustache. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> That's just, you just don't want your name and booty eating to be mentioned in the same sentence. Yeah. Some dudes don't give a fuck. They be like, shit, yeah, I don't care. I eat the booty shit. I hmm. eat it. Shoot. Fresh out the shower, not fresh out the shower. I eat it. Oh, oh, man. <laughs> oh, God. How do we get on that topic? Why are we turning into Tracy Morgan right there? What? We just did like a random Tracy Morgan voice. <laughs> what? What? We was just talking right now. Tracy Morgan got it. Nah, not really. Tracy Morgan be like, uh, he's like, and I told her, go over there in that bathroom over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Tracy Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> that dude is hilarious. He's just like a different type of funny. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, but ultimately, man, uh, in the grand scheme, man, if you keep your value high and you're conscious of the decisions that you're making, um, ultimately, people are going to see value in that and trust you more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Therefore, the, the, the type of life you want to live is going to be that much more realistic and attainable if yeah. you maintain that integrity and that that truth, that truth within yourself, mm-hmm. you know, you can't fake it. You cannot fake results. You know, people are going to see who you are and they're going <clears> to <throat> judge you based on that. And I think that's a fair assessment, in my opinion. Yeah. I think that's, yeah, that's, that's, this is not really on topic, but I think there's a... Um, there's like a, uh, I don't think you have to be like transparent via social media. Yeah. But I think you should always be authentic. Definitely. Like you don't want to be that um, person. Like I, I think we talked about it before how you, like, and we know, there's some people we know personally that will be doing stuff on social media and then you know them in real life and you're just like, dog, that's not you. I know. Whether it's like them posting about materialistic stuff or like even like there's some people that um, that may post like gym stuff, mm-hmm. but they're not really in the gym like that. Oh, my God. Yeah, like they never bad. show themselves in the gym. They just show the gym. <laughs> <laughs> and then you see them in person. You're like, dog, I thought you've been working out. No, they, they post the gym, but the only time you see them is when they're in Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've seen somebody that i've seen somebody like that and it was like he uh he was always posting gym stuff on facebook and then uh we seen him at a party um he he had he wasn't like a fat person he was like the kind that like could get could get bulked up whenever he's working out but he just shrink up like he's really skinny naturally Uh so like when we seen him he was like really skinny and it was just like yo dog i thought you've been working out he's like oh man that was months ago and he went back to playing beer pong. Oh, my God. Like, dang, dog. You, you want to know why it's important what you just said? What? It's important because whenever you're on social media, everything you do, and it doesn't matter where it's at, is an extension of who you are. Mm-hmm. So when you're misrepresenting yourself, you're not being authentic. If you're on Snapchat and you're like, um, you know, you're, you're, you know, you acting crazy, drinking, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and slapping big booty strippers on fucking <laughs> on on Snapchat, mm-hmm. and then on Instagram and Facebook, you're like the uh, posting Bible scriptures and you know <laughs> say a bunch of peaceful kumbaya type shit mm-hmm. on there. You're not being authentic, man. Yeah, everything you do should be consistent with who you are. Yeah, we all know somebody that's like that. They might post scriptures all day. And they might post scriptures on all social media, but when you meet them in person, they're a piece of shit, mm-hmm. and that's just that's just terrible. Yeah, yeah, that's that you know, and you see it all the time, and it's it's really like, it's really sad. You just want to be, you just want to be authentic with yourself. Like it's kind of like how Will Smith talked about. I don't know if you guys seen his interview on Title. Yeah, um, he just talked about it was such a relief when he just you know started being himself on social media. You know what I mean? He didn't have to put up a persona. Or even like a guy like Kevin Durant, he talks about how when he joined the Warriors, um, he just, uh, you know, it's like a huge weight lifted off of his shoulders because he didn't have to be this like, you know, exactly cookie cutter, like, you know, 
face of the NBA type of guy. He could just be himself. Like, you know, he could cuss when he wanted to. He could, you know, yell at the refs when he wanted to, stuff like that. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Well, damn, that pretty much, that pretty much said that. Oh, we didn't talk about um, LeBron James. Uh, what, what? We were just seeing, like, that first picture we seen of him in, like, the Lakers uniform. Oh, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Yeah, that was actually surreal. Yeah. It just looks crazy. I think, and, like, outside of, um, like, um, him being in a Laker uniform, there's something about, like, the combination of, like, brown skin and, like, purple, yeah. which is, like, really, like, this is really, it's really... It's like a really good combination together. So that's it's crazy. really strange to see him. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, the, like the whole, you know, Magic, Kobe. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it's just weird seeing LeBron in the jersey, Lakers jersey. But you know what? He gives us the he gives us the best chance to win. So yeah. that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh wrap it up, Mike. Yeah, man. Well, we've came to the end of the podcast. I thank you guys who stayed throughout the whole experience, man. Once again, thank you to all the followers that stuck it out, man. And uh, we appreciate it. And we look forward to having uh, you with us again next week. Until then, thank you for listening to the Trucker's Mind Podcast. I'm Eddie McGee. It's your boy, K. Things. We're out of here, man. Peace.